0: Everybody, welcome to church. Happy New Year and all that stuff. We weren't here last week, so we've been away on holiday. Yes, holidays are good in summer, aren't they? So it's good, good news. Right. So um, Simon's already said the prayer today, so we're actually we're going to have a proclamation to start with. So if everyone would like to stand. I'm just going to start off with this. And because I was a bit slow and didn't get it up on the wall, I'll just say a few words. And if you can just follow after me. So this proclamation is from Derek Prince. One of his sweet books here. It's the Power of Proclamation. Great little book. Right. Let the redeemed say so. My body body. is the temple of the Holy Spirit, Spirit. redeemed, cleansed, and sanctified sanctified. by the blood of Jesus. Jesus. My members, the parts of my body, body. are instruments of righteousness. righteousness. Yielded Yielded to God for his service and his glory. his glory. The devil has no place, the devil has no place in, me. in me, no power over, me. No, power over me. No me, no unsettled claims against me. All has been settled by the blood of Jesus. All has been by the blood of Jesus. I overcome Satan, overcome Satan. by the blood, of the, Lamb. the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of my testimony. And I do not love my life to the death. My body is for the Lord. Lord. And the Lord is for my body. body. Amen. 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 That's a pretty good way to start, isn't it? (laughs) So that was that one. (laughs) Right, so today we're um, speaking on we're, we're carrying on. We got it up there the summer series there for Philippians 3, 12 to fourteen. So uh, it's a great wee book, Philippians. Uh, I, you know, if you've got time, read it. There's only four chapters in there, so it's it's a great wee book. It just encourages us. It helps us to grow, it convicts us a little bit. All of those good things, you know, that we need. So, so we're just going to read the um, twelve to fourteen. So it's just going to come up on the screen. So not that I have already obtained all of this or have I already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize, of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. That sounds like a goal that I want to aim for. How about you guys? Yay, that's what we're all about, isn't it? (laughs) So pressing on towards the goal, what does that mean and how do we get there? God's heavenly calling in Jesus Christ, that's our number one thing, isn't it? Well, it's a lifetime of obedience, of experience, of being led And being taught by the Holy Spirit to do God's will in our everyday life. Is it just the stop standard, get up, get out of bed, and go to work routine like robot routine day in, day out? That is a bit like that, really. But in that, it's what we do with our everyday routine. How can God use us to direct our steps? He can use us to encourage others, to sow seeds. Seeds of goodness to bless others, however that looks. Little things, even like a kind word. Perhaps of encouragement. Or compliment people. You might notice something different about them. They might have their hair done, they might have a new dress on, a new suit, any of those sort of things. So if you see anything different, that's right. Well done, Reuben, complimenting there. Well, that's a nice new dress. (laughs) Brandy points all round. <laughs> so, you know, we, um, we are to be the shining light in whatever we do in our day. We carry, we carry that with us. You know, we should have a bright, sunny disposition in how we are. You know, we are children of God. We need to be the brightness. We need to be the sunny people. We need to be different from everybody else and, and set apart from everybody else. We need to be the voice of reason calmness or peace in a volatile situation and the likes. You know, sometimes you go into those places and God just drops something in his spirit and it's you say it and everything calms down. So that's God. He's good like that. <laughs> There's no chance of getting into heaven as our future home, but by, but by Christ as our way. That is the only way we can get to heaven. Christianity is not for wussies. <laughs> That's not. (laughs) We've been called for the holy calling, to be children of the Most High God. And with that calling comes a responsibility to share what God did for us by sending his son, Jesus Christ. By saving our sorry souls and cleansing us of sins with the sacrifice he did on the cross for us. So knowing that he did that in the heavenly realms, we too have a cross to bear. And that is sharing the gospel, the gospel story. Sharing it to others that cross our paths in our everyday life. That's our responsibility. Jesus did that for us, and so we owe him big time. <laughs> As believers, sorry, we need to be focused on the things of heaven and not of this world. We are set apart, we are different. As believers together, if we differ from one another in our opinions, then it's best that we speak of the great things that we have in common, that we agree on and not judge and backbite one another as the world does. Because we are different, we are all at different levels in our walk with Christ and levels of understanding. Look here at verse 15. It says, All of us who are mature should embrace this point of view. And if you think differently about some issues, God will reveal this to you as well. Nevertheless, We must live up to what we have already attained. So be happy where you are, where he's got you. In his time, he will grow you and stretch you, believe me. (laughs) Look here in our congregation. We have both young people finding their way in the world, studying biblical theology, and an older generation who are scholars in biblical theology. How can these two generations possibly have the same degree of biblical understanding? Well, clearly they can't. It's a lifetime of learning. But as an older person in a church with that biblical knowledge base, the older can teach and share the knowledge to the younger to help grow and share their knowledge of understanding. Church, this is what we all should be doing. Gleaning off one another, encouraging one another, spending time reading the word, having a cup of coffee. How often do we go out and socialise? you know, with each other in the church. We, can, we all need to learn and grow and share in the ways of the Lord. You might think, oh no, this church stuff is really boring. I don't want to be hanging out with this lot all day. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? What am I going to do on a Saturday night? <laughs> I want to do what the world does and I want to hang out with my friends and eat pizza and talk about things of no consequence. 'Cause that's you know, but that's what it's like, isn't it? But brothers and sisters, we have to keep reminding ourselves that we are different. We have been we've made a commitment and given our hearts to the Lord, so we have to new learn new ways to be more Christ like all the time. I'm not saying that we can't occasionally go out and join in, because if we didn't do that, how are we gonna share the gospel? How are we gonna be the light? Do you know, but that shouldn't be our main focus is going to the pub or the club or whatever it is, you know? We should be doing more in-house things with each other. Learning Christian values, maybe watching a movie together, having a chat. I know I've just recently been away and as much as you know we love family and, and that we catch up with, do you know, you talk, you have the conversation, but there's not a lot in it. It leaves you feeling a little bit empty. But then you meet a Christian person. And something goes zing, you're alive, yeah. this is life. You know, so we are different, aren't we? Has anyone else experienced that? Yeah. yeah, you know, you get a bit bored with our loved ones. We don't mean to be rude, we love them. <laughs> but they're on the journey. They're not saved yet. That's all it is. And for our prayers and what we do as examples, we're going to help them to be saved. So, mm. all Right, now I've really lost my train of thought here. <laughs> Okay, uh, just because we've been saved, we need to carry ourselves with humility. So in verse three, thirteen reads, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. Even though we have been cleansed by the blood and saved by grace, we must remember that we are not perfect. And the prize is not ours until God says, well done, good and faithful. This is not a single act to be perfected. It's a continuous process. It just keeps going on, this learning business. <laughs> we must not be prideful and assume that we have grasped price just yet. We need to work hard at leaving the past behind and becoming a completely different person than what we were back then we probably were not all bad back then some of us might have been worse than others but you know <laughs> depends how we were brought up right not everyone was brought up in a christian family so the journey is a little bit different paul says he is broken with the past and must now take on the lowly position of one who is a learner and that is us until the day the lord takes us home He is the one that teaches and guides us through life. Or he'll send someone else in our life to to help us, to share their knowledge base. We must be careful not to look behind and remember the temptations which have come from wrong lifestyle choices, which which were out of the will of God, and strain towards what is ahead, the goal of the heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. Just gonna ask for this picture to be put up. (laughs) It's coming. (laughs) Look (laughs) it? James is doing this twirly thing, so it must be slow internetism or something. Is that what happens here? Nope, we've got someone else. So this picture will be up in a minute, but um, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the older and the younger generation, I was at an 80th birthday party in Omeroo, just chatting away like I do, you know, we were talking, there's lots of nice people there, but this lady was a Christian lady, (laughs) and um, somehow um, she ended up sharing what she'd been doing. She'd uh, worked in the embassy, the Indonesian embassy, for 14 years. So a really interesting lady. And she was in her 80s, and she still had that amazing spark. You know, she was following after the Lord, and was quite excited. And so somehow we ended up talking about uh, the message that was going to be shared today. And James is looking sideways now. It's still not quite here. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. So she put this painting, um, she showed me this picture, and it was a painting actually that someone had painted for her. It was quite an amazing painting. So it was on our scripture today, pressing towards the prize. Eventually it will get up there. But (laughs) So even when God stretches us, stretches our walk, to take on more responsibility, he will provide things for you. Information and examples. So the picture that's coming, which is right there, woohoo! <laughs> pressing on towards the goal, there it is. So it's quite interesting that, you know, just meeting that person, how, how the Holy Spirit is so in tune if we ask. You know, that was a week ago, Phil gave me this, I don't know, months ago, how to speak, this is what we're speaking about. And God just sort of set this up so we we're able to have a little chat about this wee picture. So it's a great example of the seasons in our life you know the brown the uphill can be hard work sometimes feels like you're riding a bike uphill doesn't it you know but we press forward other times like in the yellow there life can seem a little bit barren so we go for the valleys and the dry times in our lives these can be times of hardship where we really need to press into god we need to replenish ourselves with God's word and we need to rely and learn and to rely on him for the tough times. Even when things seem absolutely hopeless, there absolutely is nothing else. There is only God. It's the only way through. Let me get to the green bit. <laughs> so when we put, keep putting God first, he brings us back up to the mountaintop. And that's where we can put into practice trust. Trust in him. Because he's taken us through the valleys. And now we're going up again. Do you know? Sometimes they're hard lessons. But we get there. But do you know, if we have these wee things happen again, these trials of life, which are, seem to be a continuum, we'll know next time that we really can trust in God, that we can take that step further with him and believe what he's going to say. We know that he'll bring someone else in our lives to encourage us to pray for us, to help us to get back up the mountain. And the red, well, that's a little bit like the good stuff. <laughs> Everything's rosy. Do you know, when we really know who we are in Christ, when He really, you know, when we settle our souls and we can walk through and know we are His. That song was amazing today, wasn't it? We are, um, I am yours, Lord, you know? We should really be pouring out that that's really what we are. We are His. Amazing, isn't it? It's a bit of a short message that we have today because I'd like to do a time of prayer. Sorry. Opening the altar today. So I'm actually just going to ask the musicians to come up again. I guess the question each and every one of us is, if Christ came tomorrow, are we in a position to go heavenward bound? Are your hearts and your minds set on earthly things or on godly things? If you are unsure or you know you need to put things right, we're going to ask everyone to come forward. Perhaps you're needing prayer for other matters, but perhaps you just want to settle things in your heart with the Lord. Because it's a really big call. If he did arrive tomorrow, are we in the right place in our walk? So, Tim just played gently in the background there. We're just going to ask you to come forward. This is not a time to be shy we are family here we are all brothers and sisters in christ that's who we are you know we all want to see each other in the heavenly realms when it's our time to go home when the lord calls us we want to be catching up with each other it's got a wee psalm here 130 verse 7 says put your hope in the lord For with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. Great, isn't it? Consider your options. Really consider your options. Finally, brothers and sisters, from Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if everything is excellent or praiseworthy praiseworthy, think of these things whatever you have learnt or received or heard from me or seen in me put it into practice and a God of peace will be with you so we just ask that we just come forward we ask for the prayer team to come up here as well out the front who's ever on the prayer team and it's just a time to share recommit our lives you might be absolutely fine and it's great we, we really need that but we're human and none of us are perfect and we know we don't always get it right so as the music team plays what song are you guys play the goodness of god it's quite fitting really isn't it so we just ask you to come up thank you mm-hmm.